You know, every time we uh, check in with Elise Stoltz-Dickerson, who's the co-founder and CEO of Yocero, the gigantic ear care products company, they're getting, they get bigger. She joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you. Excited to be back. This is not a growth industry. I mean, you can only have two ears. That's right, but we uh, we can address a lot of problems within those two ears. No, I mean, I'm amazed that you're in 26,000 stores nationwide. You're on Amazon. That's penetration. Yeah, we've really expedited our growth in the last two years. You know, we only started the company in 2015. So, um, oh, was that and right? In the, yeah. Um, and in the 26,000 stores, we've got multiple products on the shelf so talk about the the dominant product i guess this is is it wax blaster is that the big one wax blaster and earwax md are two biggest what, so what's the difference between the two so the wax blaster md is an irrigation device and so for you know for any of you that have had your ears cleaned at the doctor's office they usually will uh, spray water into the ear canal to help loosen up any debris or you know things that are caught in that ear canal. So now you can do it at home with that product. And that's that's wax that's wax plaster. That's wax plaster MD. And then the earwax MD is a uh, topical drop that you you know put into your ear. You let it sit there for about fifteen minutes, and it works to really dissolve that wax. Um, so it makes it really easy to just rinse it right out of the ear canal. So this is a biotech company. Tell me, tell me how it qualifies as a biotech company. Well, it, anything that addresses biology or the body, you know, if it's a technology that addresses the body, it's technically biotech. Um, so that's the sort of the simplest categorization. You could call us a, a healthcare company or, you know, consumer products company as well. But biotech seems to meet the definition a little better. So you've got 34% of the market, uh, last I saw. So who's your competition? But your competition is our ear, nose, and throat doctors, I would guess. No, so the great news is those doctors really don't want to be treating these patients. So we have sort of a win-win where the doctors will recommend our products for the patients to use at home. And the big learning for us was that you know, doctors are running a business. We, we often forget that. But every patient that comes in the door, they need to be able to make some revenue off of. And cleaning out ears is not a big revenue driver for, um, for the doctors. So they would much rather pass those off to a company like ours, let patients take care of themselves at home. Is, do you get a lot of repeat business? I mean, is this something that ought to be done? Well, I mean, most people have done it like never. Until their spouse says, I'm tired of repeating myself and go do something about it. And then all of a sudden you realize you're, but I mean, after that, is it, how often do you use the product? So it depends on the person. There are, um, there's a part of the population, um, 65 and older, especially that have a reoccurring issue and need to have their ears cleaned out about every three months. And what happens, you know, things as we age, you know, normal mechanisms start to break down in the body. And so um, earwax accumulates faster. And another driver of that is hearing aids. And so as we age, often we will um, start wearing hearing aids and that will increase production of wax. And well, then, then if that's true, what about all of the ear 
earbuds and and everybody instead of earphones over the ear it's like more and more everybody's going into things that go into the ear canal which is better i mean it blots out more sound but i would guess it makes business for you it's been great and we saw a big boom during covid you know, we didn't know what was going to happen to our business during COVID, but we saw an uptick because everyone for work and school was wearing AirPods or earbuds in their ear canal. And so people were having more impaction because you're, you're, you're pushing that wax down every time you stick something in the ear. I hadn't really thought about that. So tell me about the, uh, you, we were talking about the 26,000 stores that have the products that I know, you know, the wax blaster, but what other products do you have now? I didn't realize you had splintered yes we have 10 10 products cvs um their 8,000 stores carry all of our products um but for example walgreens is going to carry um they have about 9,000 stores and they carry our ear pain md and ear itch md and those are products addressed for pain um and itch <laughs> you don't have to do a lot of <laughs> explanations for that i hadn't really thought i i haven't seen that yep have you got more um, growth plans? You still working on things? Definitely still working on things. We are about to move. Uh, this is going to be our fourth move uh, in a matter of seven years. So, because we need more production um, room and warehouse space, so we're going to stay in the same building but uh, finish out more uh, more space. So that and this is all in Fort Worth, right? It's all in Fort Worth. So we try to make all of our products right here. Um, really, you know, it, the labor force has been a challenge. Uh, just like for your hearing everywhere, supply chain and labor force, they're, they're both real and alive uh, within our company. But what, and what about distribution once you have made the product? Is that a Distribution's issue? been great. I mean, we, we use major carriers, so we haven't had a real problem in terms of distributing the products when we distribute them straight from here, from Fort Worth. Well, congratulations. I understand Inc. Magazine just named you one of the fastest growing companies in the region, and for that matter, in the state anyway, number three in Fort Worth. It's pretty it's good. Exciting. Yeah, and, and, so, and, and more stores to go, right? Are you international? Do you ship international? We are not international. It's somewhere that we might go, you know, in the future, but things we have to consider are just the distribution channels are so different, um, you know, outside of the U.S., a lot of mom and pop pharmacies across Europe and Asia and and even Latin America, and then the registration of these products becomes much more complicated. So, so do you have to go through the FDA? We yes, in the in the United States, it's all FDA regulated. And so then there's some something analogous in the UK or France or the EU anyway, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, again, congratulations on the growth. It's it's phenomenal and it's a great product and probably more necessary than ever before. <laughs> Just remarkable. Uh, thank you for the time. Absolutely. Pleasure. Thank, thanks for more of our conversation. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.